Welcome back to the Word Bold Podcast, where we chat with the leaders in commercial real estate to answer all questions of space as a service. This podcast is for anyone involved in commercial real estate in any way. If you're an investor, a fund manager, developer, property manager, agent, or broker, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I'm your host, Caleb Parker, and this is our special bonus episode for Season 9, sponsored by Delta Q. While most of us fly or take a train to MIPAM each year, a growing group of real estate executives cycle from London, England to Cannes, France. Yes, that means they ride bikes together for 1,400 kilometers. That's 870 miles. And they do this through all the elements and elevation. Multiply that by 85 people. Talk about supporting carbon reduction. And while that is certainly a benefit, these go-getters get way more out of this hardcore commute. If you like to push yourself or get inspired by those who do, you're going to love this one. My Nuflex colleague, Morgan Piersdorf, is one of those 85 people, and she joins me for this bonus episode to share her experience and why you should consider cycling to MIPAM next year. And let me tell you, it's not about burning calories. I'm super proud of Morgan and impressed with all of her Peloton team members. I think you will be too. As always, if you have any questions or feedback or topics you want covered, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Caleb underscore Parker or DM me on LinkedIn. Without further ado, Jeff, let's kick it. To kick off this MIPM season, I wanted to invite my colleague Morgan Piersdorf, Development Director for NewFlex, for a chat. At the end of MIPM, I posted on LinkedIn, the hardest part is what most people don't see. You know, the 4 a.m. wake-up calls for travel to the airport, the 8.45 p.m. Monday finishes for setting up booths and studios, the 6.30 p.m. Friday finish for furniture logistics, and the midnight return home on a weekend. No, can and MIPAM isn't all glitz and glamour, but we all know it's worth it for the connection, the creation, the sharing of ideas that we all appreciate. The relationships forge the positive impact being made on the future of an industry and the future of work. But what I just described above is nothing compared to what my colleague Morgan accomplished. She cycled from London to Cannes over, what was it, seven nights? Seven days, yeah. Seven days. All I had to do was meet you at the finish line with some water, which you didn't even drink because they had beers. Holy crap, Morgan, what a feat. Straight for the beer. <laughs> wow. How are you feeling about this? Yeah, it's nice to reflect. It's, I think you know when you're in the slog of it, you really feel what you're doing, certainly. And then as soon as it's over, you're kind of riding on a high for a few days, but there's certainly this thing, you know, any athlete can relate to post-race blues where you've spent so long preparing for something and then you're in the heat of the moment and you're doing the race or the event and, you know, day or so after you're feeling great, but then you're like, oh, what's next? I think I've gotten to a little bit of that. What's next? It's nice to reflect back and think about its entirety, what we did accomplish. I want to come back to the 85 people in a moment, but speaking of those blues, they didn't last long for you because, you know, shortly thereafter you started training for an Ironman and then you just came back from cycling to Amsterdam. So when do you stop? That's true. Yeah, it's a big year. I think all of it's really for the Ironman. So I'm doing uh, my first Ironman October 1st. But yeah, that's a big event. And cycling, which listeners might be surprised to hear, is not the thing that I'm best at (laughs) of the three disciplines of a triathlon. And so this year was all about getting ready for the Ironman, getting better. And when I learned about the cycle when I was at MIPAM last year, I was talking to a few people and real, you can cycle to this. Then a combination of all my interests, professional and personal, I was very excited to be able to do that this year. But yeah, it's kicked off my season of adventure cycling wise. So I did just Easter weekend cycle with some friends to Amsterdam and back. And in a couple more weeks, I'm cycling the North Coast 500. So yeah, it's a it's a busy spring. <laughs> You're going to see more of the UK and Europe than the Google map car that goes around. And there you go. They, I mean, maybe I could coordinate with them and help give them some additional content. Coming back to cycling to MIPM, 
80 people. So can you describe what went down over those seven days, six nights, seven days? Yeah, a lot of highs, a lot of lows, maybe more lows than highs because we had some very tough weather. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of where to start. I think there are about 84 of us, actually. It's broken down into three teams of 25 and then ride captains and support staff. It's with that many people that you're trying to get from London to Cannes, it's about, you know, similar to a military style operation. You know, we really didn't have to think about much more than cycling. Um, we had 5.30 a.m. We get calls every day, breakfast at 6, load all your gear up at 6.30. We're rolling by 7, by 6.30 to make it into Cannes a bit earlier in the day. So you really form some cons with the people that you're cycling with because, you know, it's late nights. I think the latest night that I got in, I had one of the last day stages my team did, and we got in about nine. And by the time you get cleaned up and you're having dinner at 11, then you have to do it all again. You know, no rest for the weary. So we were back up again at 530. So not a lot of rest, but it's a lot of distance, you know, 1400 kilometers that we're trying to cover as a group. And when you have that many people, even conditions, it's certainly not easy to get them where they're going. We had tremendous support from Club Peloton and from all the sponsors that were involved, Frank Knight and others, which was, was just fantastic. And that allowed us to have, you know, a, a team of sports therapists traveling with us, you know, all of our meals were taken care of. We had a medic you know, some of us got ill during the trip. So thankfully, we had a really strong support system to help us get where we needed to go. But it was tough. We had torrential rain. We had 40 mile per hour plus wind gusts. It was quite cold and rainy and wet. And you wouldn't know it when you arrived to Cannes. Thankfully, the weather finally cleared and it was beautiful in Cannes, which everyone always hopes for. But we had some tough days in, in northern France uh, and some serious elevation and climbs as well. So certainly character building and forming some unique bonds with people across the industry, which is kind of the whole reason that I wanted to do it. That does bring me to my next question is why should people consider cycling to Can? Why should you do this? I mean, obviously you're raising money for charity, but you mentioned the bonds. So Morgan, why should someone do this? I think you've got to be someone who really likes to push yourself and challenge yourself and gets rewards from that, you know, mentally and physically, certainly. But there's so many other great causes that are wrapped up into it. So you mentioned charity. We're raising through Club Peloton. I think 240,000 pounds is ultimately what we'll get to for youth charities across the United Kingdom. So there are a lot of charities that are really you know, near and dear to people's hearts. And so it was really special for me to contribute in that way. All of us are raising 3,000 pounds individually. I, in fact, just hit my goal yesterday. So I'm quite pleased to have hit the 3,000 pound mark to contribute to Club Peloton. So certainly there's that. But it's really interesting whenever I learned about this event for the first time and I went to a welcome event or, you know, what this entails kind of event with Frank Knight and Club Peloton back in the fall when everyone was saying, you know, it's actually better networking during the ride than it is at MIPM. And certainly many people go to MIPM to, you know, to further develop relationships they already have with people in the industry to get projects further along to, you know, seek additional investors for their projects, whatever it may be. So relationships all about when it comes down to MIPM, it's so important. And I think as everyone knows, you know, MIPM has a reputation for late nights, a lot of parties and fun times, which is fantastic. But sometimes, you know, those can be fleeting moments that you might have to encounter with someone. And there were no fleeting moments on this cycle <laughs> over the seven days, I can assure you. So, you know, whenever you're, you know, having breakfast and lunch and dinner and cycling next to someone in torrential rain and just trying to strike up a conversation to get you through those hard moments, you get to know somebody. And those are certainly very real moments that develop 
a bond and a connection that isn't superficial in any way and that you you really feel comfortable to know someone and learning about what drives them within their business, what they're seeking to achieve. So I have to ask, you know, I think you really sold the support, but someone who is not big into cardio, you definitely didn't sell me on doing it myself. <laughs> Morgan, look, your kit that I'm seeing, that if you're listening, you can't see it, but you might see the promo, <laughs> the kit here that you're wearing today. I, it tempts me to want to cycle to MIPM almost. I'm loving the bold kit, but you didn't wear the bold kit every day because you represent New Flex and New Flex has a family of brands. I know you me too, Caleb, but yeah, part of my ambition on being at the trip was to share information about the portfolio of brands that we have at New Flex. We've got, you know, one to five star. Um, obviously, the bold kit is very cool. I was very pleased to wear that. I got a lot of comments. I've got the jersey. I've got the cap. I don't normally always wear cycling gear for anyone that doesn't know, but we thought it'd be fun podcast to put on. But yeah, every day I had a different kit on, a different cycling kit, and everyone was asking me, what's this brand, Morgan? You know, tell me about this one. Yeah, it certainly served its purpose and had some fun conversations with everyone. So for somebody who, you know, wants to push themselves in this way and push their, their, the limits to what they can do from a cycling perspective, what was the hardest part for you in this entire journey? I would say that the hardest part of preparing was cycling through the winter. Absolutely. Very difficult. You feel like you're getting ready to go skiing with all the gear, but that's the toughest part. Awesome. Well, I enjoyed looking at your Instagram stories every day and seeing all the different brands pop up on the stories. Are you going to do it next year? People keep asking me this. Um, I, uh, you know, it's, it's quite a, a commitment for training wise, but also, you know, financially. Um, but I would be very happy to represent Newflex once again at the Nipham ride. So I'm up for it. Uh, let's see. All right. Well, over to Newflex for that. Look, thank you so much. I mean, I was just utterly impressed. I think it's epic what you did, what all 84 people did to make it from London to Cannes. It's just crazy impressive. So kudos to you. Keep going. Good luck on the Ironman. Good luck in Barcelona. And I'll be rooting for you. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And remember, fortune favors the bold. Drumroll, please. P.S. If you want to find out about future proofing your portfolio, head over to newflex.com.